0: Good morning. It is Sunday the 18th of September 2022. This is your morning weather update. It's nine degrees. Nine degrees. And it's uh eight just after eight thirty in the morning. It's insane nine degrees compared to like a week or two ago it's like half the temperatures. it's always been like 17 or 18 I took a look at the the weather radar to try and see what has happened just looks like there's a cold stream cold stream of air uh, coming from the north so from like northern Russia northwestern Europe Sweden, Norway And uh, that's going to change sort of Wednesday, they reckon. They reckon reckon we're going to get her pushing up from Africa again. Should make it warmer for a bit. But at the moment, still in shorts and t-shirt, but I've got a sweater on again. anyway, so it's very quiet today. Even though this is a little bit, bit of a late start for me really. I normally, well I used to leave the house before seven and It's what, nearly half to, it's after half eight and I'm not even getting started. Weird, but there's not many people around. I've not seeing, not seeing anyone walking. Just a few cars. <laughs> Typical Sundays, I guess. Shops, the shops don't open till ten. Uh, most of the coffee shops probably open around nine or ten. So people don't really have a reason to get up yet. Maybe they had a, a long night, just in a hangover anyway. Ah oh, that's weird. So I'm looking. The sun's just to my left, and straight ahead of me is uh, it's a school on top of a hill, summer hill. And I've seen this uh, quote phenomenon a few times. Basically, basically, you get a point of light in the cloud and it casts a rainbow just in that spot. You don't see it. It doesn't extend down or up. It's just in that one point. So it's almost like the light is concentrating and it's being reflected. It's being reflected back. Yeah, it's quite. Uh ...frequent thing that I see now Maybe that's because of the... uh, ...was it the aluminum... ...they call it alumina ...aluminum oxide ...that they... uh, ...spray out to reflect the sun ...in order to prevent, quote, harmful rays from getting to the ground. So... There's a few things I wanted to mention see if I can remember them now as I was walking out these things sort of came back and I was like oh yeah I should mention that they were um, just things that sort of came up yesterday like I'm not really not really doing research or anything like that Trying to explain things, so, see if I can remember the first thing. So, maybe I'll just walk for a little bit. see if it comes back to me Um, but there was something I can't remember who mentioned it something this morning I think yeah somebody was just talking about uh, pyramids like specifically like pyramids of structure and control how you typically have a pyramid structure in pretty much every organisation the way that society is structured is a pyramid you've got all the workers down at the bottom low frequency right and then up at the top you've got the the royalty, the... The upper class, the... Intellectuals, the high-frequency people. You know, it's weird. As i As I walked out this morning... I could see, like, the shadows being cast... Up in the sky, right? Because there's so many fucking... Um, that light haze I've spoken about before which turns out to be or turns out it could be aluminum alumina aluminum oxide, basically a white powder, but it's aluminum and it reflects sunlight so it stops the sunlight from getting down to the ground but as I'm walking, looking at these trails they're going through the haze there's just shadows everywhere. Okay, so the thumbnail of this pit, the thumbnail of this discussion is one of those shadows. That's probably the best one I've seen. The most. Uh, Clearest one. But it's weird, it gets about halfway, right? And then the shadow flips onto the other side. It flips it flips direction. It could, it could be the angle of the sun, whatever, whatever. But notice as well the planes are flying low. I wonder if they can fly fl- fly through alumina oxide, alumina, aluminum oxide, whatever it's called. Maybe they're not allowed to fly through it. <laughs> it is fucking insane to think that people are doing this <laughs> because they think it's going to save the planet or something it's fucking insane <laughs> of course it could just be doing absolutely nothing but I mean I've, I've observed it enough to come out on days when the sun is out but it's covered in this haze And it feels cold. And then as the sun comes out from behind this haze, it gets warm. (laughs) Which leads me to believe that whatever that haze is, is actually reflecting the sun and the heat back. It is doing what the geoengineers stated. Which makes them fucking insane. (laughs) I mean, just think about it. Hey guys, we're going to save the planet. We're going to reflect the sun. We're going to reflect the sunlight. Okay, yeah, sounds, sounds like a good idea. It's like, you'd have to be pretty dumb, right? Because been very judgmental this morning and I got off on a tangent I haven't seen all these shadows but I think it's probably relevant it's like how dumb do you have to be to not understand how the world works how the systems around you work that everything requires balance you have summer and you have winter one is the hottest most energetic part of the year the other is the least energetic fuck someone's run over a squirrel man I don't understand people it's like oops I didn't see it how can you not see something it looks like it's just happened as well Walking down this particular stretch of road that I walk on, I can see that people don't pay attention. They ain't got a fucking clue what they're doing. They're on autopilot. Because I see them. They come towards the white line. They drive straight towards the white line in front of me, which is like the... uh, It's kind of like the runoff. It's the warning. It's like... You shouldn't be crossing this line and then the road gets a little bit rougher so that they get they get feedback but um yeah obviously i see people driving straight towards this this white line and then beer back because they ain't paying attention so things like that happen things get unnecessarily run over people get run over. There's a hit and run on this particular stretch of road. It was at night time, but still, it's the same stretch of road. People just ain't got the attention span anymore. It's like three seconds, check for notifications, okay, back to sleep. and I know we're all guilty of it because at some point or other we've all been sucked into this lifestyle of high frequency information and everyone most people want information and that's why it's so high frequency because it's what people want but I don't know, it's give or take alright yeah, give or take, I mean I've kind of gone through, (laughs) through the extremes being on social media, not being on social media no, I'm just not on it I have accounts on... uh, I don't really have any accounts... I don't really have any accounts on social media platforms. On video platforms and... Audio platforms. But that's because I want to upload things. And because... I want to comment on... I want to comment on videos Not to Not for the purpose That everyone else seems to Like for argument's sake or To berate someone It's more to show what What I can add to the discussion Like if I've got an experience To show Um so I just saw a guy go past he must have been doing about 30 mile an hour it's a 60 mile an hour road and he wasn't even looking at the road he was looking down at his lap because that's probably where his phone is yeah no now he's been tailgated because he's probably not. he's not looking at the road Fucking I don't know how people survive. You know, like <laughs> you can attempt and fight every time you go out in your car if you're like that. But they don't I'm I'm guessing that these people don't have accidents, otherwise they would have they would have changed their ways. So I don't know why that would be the biggest wake up call. To wake somebody up by judging them by what they do <laughs> um, that's not everyone right not everyone is the same not everyone is going to do the same thing Some people are actually going to stop at the roundabout. I mean, it sounds stupid, right? But if you ain't paying attention, and you're just doing whatever, you're not really in a flow state, and you're not really in a... You're not really in a rigid state of what society dictates. You kind of just. I don't even know what to call it. Because are you driving your car or are you checking your messages or your social media or are you taking a selfie? You know, what are you doing? You live in your best life, or your YOLO, whatever the fuck it is. Oh, wow. it's another good picture. If you've ever seen, like, a radial or a Gorgian blower, that's what you saw in the sky with these, uh, these hazy little hazy little trail things alumina, aluminum oxide it looks like someone's applied a radio or a Gaussian blur in the sky because there was literally a central point where it was relatively still and then the extremities around it were wrapping back on themselves very weird, I've not seen that before it's probably Wind Direction Summit, right? So anyway, I keep flapping between the topics. So it's talking about the pyramid. And specifically the pecking order. You know, you got the workers at the bottom. you got your CEO, your top management, all at the top. And when something changes at the top, it ripples all the way down to the bottom. You know, you get a new CEO in, yeah, you've got to make a point, you get rid of people, you get rid of your management, you get new management in. You shake things up, you get the workers down at the bottom frightened. And I've been through that a few times, different companies. But the thing is, I've never really seen the management the CEOs as being any different to me I used to deal with very difficult people but they're only difficult because people told me they were and people respond to your energy so if everyone is frightened of someone they're going to act a certain way around them and that person's going to pick up on it and they're going to continue to treat you that way because it benefits them but for me just the people playing a role playing a position in a company playing a position in life there is no difference they've got their own conditions their own beliefs what they were brought up with how they live their experiences and if you're afraid of people like that I mean it's for no good reason other than that's what people have told you about them that they should be feared or that maybe you've had an experience with them maybe that's why because that would typically be why somebody might might say that they might say "Oh, you know they can be angry or they can be they can be this or that because that's what they experience maybe because that person did something that they didn't like but that can't be the experience for everyone else and other people that told me about a particular guy I worked with. I, d- I don't really understand it. I think, it's, I think it's an energy thing. If you go in being fearful of someone, they're gonna know that. And so it's gonna be easier for them to use that to their advantage. Because it's almost like, how do you deal with someone that's, being fe- that's fearful of you? Are they going to respond to? It's okay, calm down. Here's what I want you to do. But then they're going to come back out and like, oh, he's not like I thought at all. But then the person has almost lost that power, right? Because that's what they thought of them. And that is essentially how they would deal with them in order to get them to do the work, by maintaining that image, even if it might be a false image or what, whatever. I don't know, I've never... I've never felt that with people, no matter what the position. I've sat down with people who were you know, supposedly heads of large uh, heading up like large large sections of a company. can't really say much more. Large sections of a company. in different sectors, you know, like communications. Banking tourism. And you can feel their fear. You can feel their fear. They they'll use whatever they can in order to ...effect the change that they need to in the business. Why wouldn't they? It's easier, it's less resistance. People already... ...see that of them, right? But I would kind of take a no bullshit approach. It's got to be mutual respect, because... ...I don't really care what your position is, we're all human we all have we all have a purpose so no person is above another so even if it's a job or whatever you don't play it out as though you have that you're higher than someone else I know most people do because because that's how they've been brought up. You know, you work your way up, you get into a position and then you have to solidify your your resolve. The people around you you have to know who you are. You know, you're the big bad wolf sat in the corner office. That's what it feels like. But I've always uh, See it different I, I don't I don't see the difference Because They're in their position You're in your position Whatever The only difference is they've got Maybe more control over other people Or take your ideas or something and that's probably one of the that's probably one of the things that holds people back is not wanting to give up their ideas because they know other people will try and take responsibility for it And I've experienced that, I've held back things, but I've known known when to hold back and when not to hold back. If you invent something, you don't give somebody your whole invention. If you're working for somebody else, you give them a watered down version of it. You don't give them the whole of your invention. Because that's your idea. It doesn't matter who you're working for. It doesn't matter if the idea came when you were in the office or you weren't in the office. Still your idea. All you need to do is present a watered down version of it. And you keep the whole idea for yourself. People might say, "Well, what about non-disclosure and all this stuff?" And um, I mean, this is really only if it's computer programs, you know, things like that. If it's if it's an idea, like marketing idea, or even artwork or something, unless it's written down and put given to them. It's not going to be... um, They've got no... They've got no right to it. If it's still something that's in your mind, then nobody's got any... Any rights to it. So... Yeah, I didn't really... do not really think I'd be talking about copyright and whatnot. not yeah if you are stuck in a job and you can't get out of it because you can't see a way to live without a job or a way to live without money or a means of getting money or something in a different way then you should start Coming up with ideas, and like I said, keep the whole of of the idea for yourself. But you can give a derivation of it if it's something that you think would get you ahead in your your job. You don't have to give them the whole of your invention any idea that you have is an invention whether it's been done before or not so the pyramid right so the people at the top they need the people at the bottom they need them otherwise there's not going to be any output so everyone thinks that things flow from the top down You know, all the money goes to the Queen, HMRC, the government. And then they're going to distribute it all like real nice and real, real balanced, right? So, eventually it gets to the people down at the bottom. Even though it was the people at the bottom that put the money to the top of the pyramid anyway. Just think about that. So, the way it works is you flip the pyramid upside down. And that's what's that's reality. You've gone upside down pyramid. And everything that you have flows down to the bottom. To the royals, to the government. And it's energetic as well. So at the bottom, you could imagine that's because the pyramid is a prism, right? So as you split it, as you split the prism, as you split the light through the prism, through the pyramid, you have red to blue. It goes from red to blue. But this is where the inversion plays in so you've got the pyramid standing upright in its normal position with the base at the bottom your red is going to be at the top of the pyramid it's going to represent the top and your blue is going to represent the bottom what this is depicting is the energy flow so you're going to have a high frequency of energy going from the bottom of the pyramid up to the top that's because all your workers all your nice slave workers paying you tax every month every day that money slows upwards high frequency and people love you people love all the people at the top of the pyramid they aspire to them they look up to them they have national mourning they stop everything they're doing every single shop closes because someone at the top of the pyramid is been reported to have passed away. Does that sound does that sound normal? To do to do for all that, for somebody you don't know, for somebody you never met, for people you will never meet, for people who will never do anything for you, they will never provide or do anything for you you won't even get a chance to see them face to face to feel their energy yet you're being asked to give all this energy to them you're not being asked you're being almost forced because they place they they make sure that you know what is happening they place banners and computer screens in every single shop just so you know what's happened it's insane. We were living in a topsy-turvy world, an upside-down world, and it's because of this inversion. When you flip up, the, when you flip the pyramid over, when you flip the pyramid, then you've got the blue at the top and the red at the bottom. Now this is how we see the world. we see the blue sky, the blue at the top, that's how we see the world, so think about that. So on the upside down pyramid you're at the top, the majority, but you're still high frequency, feeding the bottom, the low frequency. And that's that's the that's the thing, right? As above, so below. All that all that stuff, right? And they show you the two pyramids, and they combine the two pyramids into a glyph or a sigil, and all it looks like is another pyramid. If you look at the Alastair Crowley version, it just looks looks like another pyramid, dead center, spawning art, another pyramid all that is showing you is the splitting of light the splitting of energy it's showing you the inversion that what we see is not how we how we respond we respond to Negatives People of a low nature, typically referred to as a negative person, they need high frequency energy in order to survive. Why do you think people are addicted to social media? Because it's it's extremely high frequency. If you get into a very low state, depression, you're going to be looking for something that's high frequency that's going to sustain you. And if it's not social media, it'll be a person you'll look for a person to give you a lot of positive high frequency attention it doesn't have to be like good it could just be like uh, just being needy what you would say is needy or a narcissist or a codependent they need you for validation I'm not saying that that's in every case but every person that is depressed or in a low frequency is going to be like that typically they make it out of it themselves and they realise well this, this is not helping me and they stop it and they change that would be that would be somebody responding to their own condition and correcting it but some people can't They can't recognise their own condition. So they they can't respond to it. So they need somebody or something in order to do it for them. Wow. (laughs) There's two planes... Two planes going over, actually there's three, there's one low down, two very high up, very weird. Well, there's a lot of low flying planes now, must be a lot of traffic, ah oh, there's that shadow again, there's a shadow in the sky. That's what tells you that there is uh, something solid up there. There's something matter. There is matter in in that particular trail I'm looking at. That's what's causing the shadow, the antimatter. Interesting. So. So the pyramids shows you the structure of society, the structure of organisations, but it's really uh, an inversion of the truth, because nothing flows down, everything flows up. So you flip the pyramids and that gives you the true representation. Everything is flowing down to the lower nature people, the lower frequency people. I mean, you can see that in the way that they act, Uh, the stories that are reported about them. Well, it's it's, uh, not so easy to verify. And we consider that some stories may just be created in order to cast people in a certain light. To make them appear like a low frequency person or a high frequency person. But you can typically, you can tell, right? So, there was a company, an internet provider in the UK... And they had a massive breach, a massive data breach. So, like millions and millions of customers, the data was taken. And the CEO, who was essentially responsible for it all, she eventually decided to step down. In kind of in disgrace, I guess you'd say, because... She didn't really handle the situation all that great People were very annoyed Uh, A lot of people wanted to cancel the contracts Because they didn't want to be with a company like that So Anyway, a few years later That same CEO Who apparently Quit her role as CEO in disgrace Was handed a I think they called. Was it a peership? She was made a peer in government, which basically means that her opinion was sought on all sorts of things. And she was also made the head of the the thingy response in 2020. She was put in an even greater position than her previous, because she was put in a public position, two public positions. So that that is now you look at it and you're like, how how could that how could that woman be given any kind of power like that? Any kind of authority. I think if you look at it in terms of energy, she was She was probably lambasted by hundreds of thousands and millions of people because of the company she worked for and the data breach. So she was in a very negative place. She would have been a very negative... (laughs) If you imagine she has like a... Or we all have like a frequency score or something. Something happens to you and it knocks you down. Or increases your your energy. So your high frequency or low frequency, right? So something happened to her. Which was low frequency. And then everyone kind of attacked her. with Low frequency. It's unbalanced. So then one of her friends, her horse riding friends. Just so happened to be... In, uh, in government at that time and he well they, they both lived near each other apparently so he likely got her in or gave a good word together in those positions and so that, that tips her balance back the other way That was a good thing, right? Somebody did a good thing for her. So whilst it might not seem right, it might seem weird, everything's about balance. People are looking out for other people in order to balance now this is see right at the beginning of this discussion I'd forgotten what my first point was going to be and I've just remembered it this is probably going to be my last point but it leads in quite nice so energy requires balance if we all imagine that we have some kind some kind of tracker that is telling us this is our energy based on the things that have happened the things that we've done the things that we've said whatever it all affects this balance in some small or larger way and so well, as you're, when you're a child obviously you have a very high frequency and as you get older that gradually decreases so if you did nothing it would still gradually decrease now, once you add in all the things that we do, say, eat, drink, that starts to affect that frequency as well. So it, become, it can become unbalanced quicker, or it could be it could be taken swayed the other way. It doesn't have to be a decrease or an increase. It could just be. Um, Oh weird. <laughs> um, yeah, it's a give and take balance, right? Oh, I was a double shadow. Well, it is a weird, weird sky this morning? Very weird. And the moon's out again. That's the third third or fourth day I've seen it after after sunrise it's like dead in the middle of the sky as well (laughs) okay so energy so if there's a situation right in which somebody is Somebody does something wrong to you, or says something wrong, but it's it's like it's not like just a name calling. It's like something deeper than that. So it's like uh, it's something. It's, some, it's pretty serious, right? So how is that going to affect you? It could decrease your frequency to a degree. <laughs> it may make you feel bad. It may make you feel angry. It may make you feel f- fearful. But um... but it's not always a given <laughs> because you get to decide how to respond. But I'm talking about like the the autonomous response that we would typically, you know, because we're conditioned by society, we just respond. Typically don't don't wait or pause or give it a few days and think about it. We just respond. So we could get angry or upset and create an emotion and, you know, it affects your frequency, it affects your charge. So in order for you to feel better about that, you need somebody to cheer you up or you need something to cheer you up. Something high frequency, something something that isn't of a lower nature so if somebody came and started to give you more started to hassle you or angry at you or trying to embed more fear into you is just going to knock your frequency down even more whereas what you need is the opposite you need the balancing effect something to take you back to where you were or better so I had a very profound experience of this early this year and the, <laughs> the rest of the the rest of the year in my opinion progressed because of these events that happened <clears throat> I've, spoken at, I've spoken about it several times um in relation to narcissists people that are narcissists because that's that's who I was dealing with in these situations but I don't think I've really spoken about it in terms of energy but yesterday it hit me that um that's a very clear example, clear experience and observation that I had of that of how uh, the energy that you put out is used and responded to in a balanced and appropriate way so in doing something good for somebody what kind of response would you expect typically a balanced response you know like oh cheers cheers Thanks. It's not going to be overt. Or depending who the person is, right? It depends on their condition. But typically, if you did something good for somebody, you'd be like, hey, don't worry about it. It's fine. You know, you, you, you don't need the... You don't need such gratification. Just the act alone is enough, right? So anyway, so... Back in April and May, my in-laws moved, or they were moving into a new house. So I was involved in almost all aspects of it, from looking through the contracts to going and checking the house and checking what work needed to be done, uh, what work the owners needed to do before it was sold, handed over. And so after it was all ready, I offered to do some things in the house. You know, some some of the paintings, some of the patching up the uh, plaster and things like that. Putting down a carpeted floor in in the utility room. Think just think just small things, but not things that I'd really done before, but things that I thought would help. So I did these things probably over the span of like four or five weeks, right? spent spent a lot of time there i enjoyed it it was uh quiet a bit of solace i could just get on and do it because nobody was in nobody had moved in yet my in-laws had not moved in so that was all great they didn't really know how to act because nobody had ever been that kind to them before and i said look don't worry about it i'm doing it just because i want to do it and then um, then it got to the final the final sort of thing so at this point I put, put a shed together for them, built them a shed um, did some other bits for them in the garden like digging digging out the soil, digging out the grass uh, putting down some uh, paving flags and then the last thing that was doing for them was to build a wall in the front garden and fucking hell my brother said he would come and help me so we planned to do it over I think it was the bank holiday weekend in June so we planned to do it then so I'd got everything prepared I'd dug it out taken out all the old uh bricks and stuff and we spent about we spent a full day putting down like the first two or three two or three layers of brick and we were like pretty impressed we got it all leveled and stuff and considering this is the first time we either of us had done any masonry or brickwork we were quite impressed so anyway, this, this is the same day that my in-laws and partner were coming back from a trip. So they pull up <clears throat> and they're in a really shitty mood. They just had like an eight-hour trip. And me and my brother were tired because we'd been there for like, what, ten hours or something. Ten hours in the sun mixing uh, cement and stuff. And so we didn't really didn't really want any negative vibes. But as soon as they came, it was just like, boof, hit with all this negativity. They, like, they didn't want to go on the trip in the first place. They chose to drive for eight hours, when they could have taken a plane or they could have taken a train. And So everything just kind of came out As soon as they saw the wall They're like What's that? You've done it wrong Just constant Constant like that The whole time And I was like I'm not dealing with this We spent 10 hours Of our own time We've done all this good for them so far And There's no appreciation. I understand that... They had a long trip and... That they didn't really want to go on the trip. But that's got nothing to do with... The thing that I was doing for them. The thing that me and my brother was doing for them. It's got nothing to do with it. So anyway, so over the next two days had to deal with comments like that they obviously didn't like it but uh, we had like a stack of bricks a pallet of bricks so I was like let's just get it finished and then and then we're not going to do anything else for them because they wanted us to do the they wanted us to repave the front as well so after we did the brick wall and they were still being um, belittling condescending I just said like look that's it we're not doing anything else they, they saw nothing wrong with that they saw nothing wrong in the way that they acted and it's because this is the way I'm seeing it now energetically I gave them all this good energy for nothing right that's the way they saw it <laughs> and all they could do was keep trying to offer money money's a negative thing right it's a liability so someone's doing something really good for you you give them some money It's supposed to balance it out so I was like I don't want any money they tried to give me money for the war I said I don't want any money because of the way they acted which um, just created an imbalance although it didn't really in the exchange there was no exchange for what they received so that's imbalanced but their reaction, their response, was in a way valid. Somebody had done all this good stuff for them, and their response is negative. That—that's the way. That's the way shit works. That's balanced. So if it were to be unbalanced, I would continue doing. I would have continued to do good things for them. But because that's the fucked up thing that's the that's the fucked up thing that I'm realizing that that is how things work that if you if someone was consistently negative if someone was consistently negative or bad to you. being negative or bad to them is unbalanced it's going to cause resistance so your response is going to be positive or you're just going to like switch off from that person so it's all energetic, it's all it's all inverted bad people are going to be shitty to you when you do good things messed up <laughs> but that's the way it seems it is that's the way it seems and that was that was an experience that I had something that something that I experienced a few months ago. something I experienced a few months ago so of all the things that I'm kind of looking at at the moment that experience, that observation of that exchange is very prominent because that is the most extreme kind of example or experience I've ever had And I think, I think it was intentional. I think the entire thing was intentional to make me realise who they actually are. Because since since that happened, my wife could not stay with me. She filed for divorce. Now she going to stay with me because of her parents. Because she, oh, they've got a codependency on her. So... They, they essentially would have said how bad I am they have to make me out to be the bad guy which is it's strange right they make themselves out to be the good person because it's the opposite of what they were they were negative and they make me out to be the bad guy the negative guy because it's the opposite that's the way this world works inverse that's why you get the pyramid or the prism upside down or inverted that's why people always talk about that's why they always talk about the was it satanic inversion or <laughs> they're basically talking about the color red. Or the energy of red, low frequency. That's what they're talking about. That's what the inversion is. You just need to pay attention and observe the relationships around you, the way people are interacting. And look for the extremes. Because when you see it like that, it becomes a little bit clearer. There is some there is like dissonance. Which is like a, a mental block. It's like telling you. Right, can that be. Can it, can it be like that? Is it really that easy? Is it that simple? Like, are you sure it's that? But, um. I mean. After that experience, 100%. And the way that they cast me as a bad guy and cast themselves as the good guys. <laughs> I mean. It's insane, but that's an expression of where we are living. We live in an insane world because of the inversion that occurs out of your control. So anyway. I think that is it for now I could probably still I could keep on talking but I think it's probably good to end on that that experience because it's very it's very clear to me from that what what we're dealing with okay well have a good day